I was hoping for a quiet space. I ended up next to a railway line and was just contemplating life. I don't think I'd have ever done anything too crazy to end it all. But what happened, a train flashed past. And in that moment, I was like, well, I'm not going to jump in front of that or do anything daft like that. But clearly there's something wrong and I need to do something about it. And I realized in that moment, the agency wasn't really fulfilling me. So I went home, explained to my wife, darling, I've come to the conclusion I don't want to run my business anymore. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Robin Waite. He previously featured on episode 172 of Broken Bulbs. From the age of 18, Robin spent four years as a systems analyst for a medical devices company. And from 2004 to 2016, Robin led a successful marketing agency serving over 250 clients. Behind the scenes, Robin is a husband, a father to two young girls, a surfer, and a road cyclist. But he didn't pay attention and lost 10,000 pounds. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Robin Waite, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Yeah, let's do this. All right. So let's talk about you selling your agency without doing the due diligence. Uh, tell us about this. We, we've kind of talked about this a bit on the show before, but I want to hear about your experience. Yeah. So the, the, the last sort of, I ran the agency for 12 years and the, the last two years started, everything started to really come to a head. And, um, uh, well, I, it's probably helpful, like just to, for a bit of context, just to kind of explain the journey I went through to when I decided I needed to sell the agency it's hopefully it won't take up like too much time I'll try and do a sort of potted version of it but anyway I'm a keen cyclist and I um was out cycling with my club buddies this is back in 2016 and um on a Sunday morning I went down a a hill a local hill at 52 and a half miles an hour on my push bike so over 80 kilometers an hour just quick on a push bike um and at the bottom of the hill I just broke I had a mental breakdown um my cycling buddies were slightly worried about me but I said listen go and get coffee and cake at the you know back at the clubhouse and I'll come and join you a bit later on and anyway, I, try, I went to find, I, I was hoping for a quiet space. I ended up next to a railway line and was just contemplating life. I don't think I'd have ever done anything too crazy to end it all. But what happened, a train flashed past. And in that moment, I was like, well, I'm not going to jump in front of that or do anything daft like that. But clearly there's something wrong and I need to do something about it. And I realized in that moment, that the agency wasn't really f- fulfilling me. So I went home Sunday morning. Explain to my wife, darling, I've come to the conclusion I don't want to run my business anymore. Now, I have to add in at this point, my wife is eight months pregnant with our second daughter, right? So international sign of distress goes up. Oh, I'm eight months pregnant. What a stupid idiot. What do you think you're doing? All this sort of stuff. And I said, don't, don't worry. I've never let you down. We'll work this out, but I can't do the agency thing anymore. So that gives the context to kind of where my head was at when I was thinking about kind of um, selling, selling it. And, um, and that's quite important for this part of the story because 
things progressed very quickly at that point um, because I reached out to a few contacts and let people know that I was selling a business. And then I got approached by this guy. And um, uh, without giving too much away, um, because there's legal implications involved in this as well, um, he made an offer. We started the process of going through the sale of it. I thought everything was all tickety-boo. I I did some due diligence on the guy and checked whether he had like county court judgments and if he'd had businesses before and how successful they were. I reached out to a couple of contacts and asked for references and those things all sort of came back okay. Um, and th- but there was just a couple of moments when um, I let my guard down and obviously and this is this is why and and where so where my mental sort of headspace was at in that moment where I, where I just wanted to get out I was just running away from this thing. Um, I went too fast. And I mean, ultimately, what ended up happening was there was I had a loan in the business, which he said he was going to sign over all of the liabilities as well as the assets. Um, And I didn't check, I didn't check that the paperwork had been submitted. And then about um, eight months later, I get a call from the loan company, not the loan company, but their legal team saying that they're about to repossess my house. I'm gonna, they're going to sign me off as bankrupt. They're going to do all of these things. And I'm thinking, hang on, this, this problem, I kind of said goodbye to that eight months ago. Um, and it, it, was just, it was just something just really simple, one piece of paperwork that I just didn't check that it had been signed and delivered to the, the loan company. Um, and that ultimately ended up costing me 10K. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's money. It's like it's one of those things that you kind of just go. It's just money. Like my kids are fine, my health is fine, my sanity's still here, my wife's still with me. Those are the most important things in my life. We can deal with the money side of things, but yeah, I I would have again in that moment, I would have probably just slowed the process right down. Probably taken more legal advice. I would say I kind of just got the basic kind of like if you're getting a home buyer survey done right, you, you either get like. The, the cheap one where they just have a look at it and go, well, there's no cracks or you get the really expensive one where they literally go around knocking on all the walls and digging up the ground and doing all sorts of stuff like that. I got the cheap one and I should have paid more money. Yeah, that's interesting. I, and I mean, you never think about that, right? It's the issue of you never think you need insurance until you need it, right? Oh, my house is never going to catch on fire, right? Like, why would I need fire insurance? And then it happens and you're like, everybody needs fire insurance, Right. So what, what, is, what is something you would recommend the audience do in order to make sure that they do their due diligence, whether they're selling a business or buying a business or doing something else? Um, my advice is like tune into your gut instinct because in, in the whole way through that process, again, it, it was my gut was like churning. It was like going, it, it was just, I just felt like something wasn't right. And I didn't tune into that. And I think if I just, um, and do you know what part of it is as well? So obviously like my brand is all about fearless, fearing the things in business ever so slightly less that stop you from achieving your goals. Okay. Uh, and this is, this is before I came up with the brand. I'm going through this experience by the way. So to, again, just to kind of get set the timelines sort of uh, in order and um, where fear comes from is quite simple. It's just that when we get given a, a new piece of information or something happens, it triggers your reticulator, reticular activator system, your RAS, which uh, in, the, in the amygdala at the back of your brain, and that's where fight, flight, and freeze happens. So what's happening when your gut's churning, that's that fight, flight, freeze thing trying to give you an early warning sign, and I just didn't tune into it. And I think 
um, if I'd been listening to that and I just slowed down and give myself a bit of thinking time, a bit of space, um, rather than just trying to flight run away from this business that I didn't want to be involved with anymore because there's just too much going on um then I think I probably would have caught it but you know people ask always ask me you know do you regret that I'm like no because actually I've I've been able to help about a dozen other business owners who wanted to sell not make the same mistake and and so I I I might have paid a price but I had to go through that in order to be able to help people not go through that and that I think's why I had to go through it Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working with you now. Of course, you continue to share your experience with other people. And right now you're doing that through your book, Take Your Shot. You have other books out. You have a lot of other things you're working on. Why don't you tell us about that and where we can go to find you and it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, some of that emotional sort of roller coaster that I've just expressed there, uh, I, I mentioned it last time around as well. Um, I tell in Take Your Shot, which is a story about uh, one of my first clients sort of going, you know, starting up in his business. So uh, your listeners can download that at uh, fearless.biz forward slash TYS for Take Your Shot, which I know you'll share in the show notes, hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to have links for that and everything else that you do down in the show notes so people can engage with you. And with that, I just want to say thank you very much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Alex. And thank you for listening. Pay attention and slow down and give yourself space to think. A special thank you to Robin for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, which I have linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episode 172 of Broken Bulbs as well, as it also features Robin and pretty sure you'll enjoy that one. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.